Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another episode of the Retrospective Library. Today is an episode that I'm particularly excited about. We are reviewing the studio albums of rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, uh, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady. And um, going into this, the system that I use to pick which artist I'm going to do next is very random. So um, the fact that I got Eminem, I was really excited about that um, because I had I had listened to the Slim Shady LP all the way through. Um, I had listened to Kamikaze and Music to Be Murdered by because they were uh, like I was aware of the rap game when they were released. I listened to a lot of Mathers LP. Eminem show, but the middle albums I hadn't really given a solid listen to and revival had stayed far away from because I had heard how horrible it was. But um, I was really excited going into this to be familiar with all of the albums and kind of give a solid ranking of all of them, because I think there's some that have a lot of solid opinions on them um, and some that really don't at all that you kind of you know the one through three and you know the maybe the eight through ten of the album rankings but you don't know that middle part so this is going to be really fun so without further ado let's go ahead and get into it so we're going to start with the slim shady lp right off the bat we get this really really cool public service announcement which is basically slim shady which is eminem's persona telling this character all these things to say And he's like, these are not the views of anyone and uh, do not repeat what's happening in this album. And he's like, anything else? And yeah, don't do drugs. It's it's all just, it's very tongue in cheek. It's very funny. Um, And the start of the album kind of sets the tone in a very good way. That said, tracks like My Name Is Guilty Conscience and Brain Damage, which are the first three tracks of the record, have very, very creative writing and are very funny, very fun to listen to, even if they're messages that in no way can any sane human being get behind, which for most parts of Eminem's discography is actually a kind of a theme. Um, At the same time, though, this is, I mean, it's really funny stuff. Um, I'd say they're must-listen tracks if you're a fan of the rap game, and I think these will probably be one of the defining things as to whether you like Eminem. Um, The track keeps going with really good records with uh, 97 Bonnie and Clyde, which is probably the most discomforting song on this album and one of the most discomforting songs that Eminem's ever made. Literally a record about killing his ex-wife and um, dumping her in a river all while um, his daughter Haley is in the car with him. So... It's extremely scary, and he's trying to rationalize to her what's going on, what what they're doing, why they're doing it, kind of putting it in the perspective that a child would understand. Um, role model and my fault keep going with kind of the aesthetic of being funny and violent, and they work really well with the rest of the album, especially role model, which I kind of find is to be a lyrical masterpiece. Um, Thus far, the only thing I haven't really enjoyed about the album is all the skits. There's, um, to the point of the album that we've already talked about, there's four skits, um, actually five. The public service announcement, the skit with Paul, which will 
be a reoccurring skit in a lot of albums and Paul's just basically telling Eminem to calm it down um, because these lyrics are too violent or whatever. There's a skit about a very picky woman who um, basically finds Eminem's music disgusting and unlistenable and that'll kind of be a motif through all of Eminem's music or at least his early stuff is that his music is can be construed as extremely offensive or unlistenable and um I think this is Eminem's basically tongue-in-cheek way of saying, wow, I really don't care. Um, lounge is just a, literally a bar bar version of My Fault, which is the song that comes up next. And Ken Caniff is a skit that I really don't enjoy about basically someone, a man who has an attraction to Eminem and, and is really creepy about it and speaks in this creepy voice. And it's not really my favorite Um but it's there, whatever. And after, but after the Ken Kniff skit, we have kind of a weaker record with Come On Everybody. Um, easily one of my least favorite tracks of the record. There's just not a lot going for it. I feel like the writing isn't as creative and the flows aren't as tight as they are on the other records. Um, up to this point, that and If I Had kind of are the only tracks that I'm not really on board with. Rock Bottoms really sounds like something that you would find on the next LP, the Marshall Mathers LP. Um, it's really an introspective song about what it's like to be at rock bottom, at your worst. And it's a really, really good listen, and it's very contemptuous for Eminem. He's like, he even starts out the record by saying, this is for all the people who who have nice lives and don't know what it's like to be broke. So... It's a song with a lot of anger behind it and a lot of soul behind it. And I think even though it would work, probably work better on another LP just because of how this one is structured, I still really enjoyed it. Um, we transition right from there into Just Don't Give a, And this record is so, so lyrically brilliant. I mean, it's one of the best songs ever. It's one of the best songs on this LP. It's not even the best song on this LP, and it's still a masterpiece. Um, that's all you really need to know about that. The so the skit soap is just a soap opera. It's like it's one of many skits that just don't need to be here. Um, As the world turns has some really memorable and creative lines in it. Um, even though when the song starts out, you might think from the instrumental that it's not going to be as good as some of the other music you've heard, but just wait until you get to the part with Go Go Gadget and you will, you will laugh. Um, I'm Shady is a song that has good rapping, but the chorus leaves a lot to be desired, which is kind of the story for a lot of Eminem albums. He's a little weaker with hooks, um, I would say, but on this one, it's, it's okay. The rest of the album has been good enough to cover for it. Uh, Bad Meets Evil is the first pairing of Slim Shady and Royce to 5'9". And I think they really do work well together, even if the beginning skit with the old town guy who's been there for a long time is telling them, oh, you see those two ghosts? I mean, that, that drags on a little too much. Um, but once you get to Royce and Slim, you can see how strong that connection is and how well those two work together. Uh, really how much chemistry they have and the the LP does end a little weirdly with still don't give a f is kind of the weakest I'd say 
record or weakest song on this record but this is an overwhelmingly strong project one of the best lyrical albums i think that's ever been made so definitely check this one out um if you get the skits it's it's best to just skip over them really because they don't contribute much to what's going on but really really enjoyed some shady lp um we transitioned from that album right into the Marshall Mathers LP, which I'll go ahead and spoil. This is my favorite Eminem album, for sure. Public Service Announcement 2000 is basically a repetition of the one on the album that came before, it, except it's just the same guy saying, hey, we don't really care what you think. Try this at home or don't, um, which is a lot of what's going to shape Eminem's music in the future is kind of the backlash to the previous album whether that's a good thing or a bad thing in this case it's a good thing because it's well controlled um kill you isn't the strongest uh to start off with it's a better you can see right off the bat that from a pure technical aspect and from a production aspect uh for sure it's a better sounding record than the album that came before it but the rapping is not quite as smart it's very stop and start which is something that you will see a lot when we get to Revival, when we get to Kamikaze, especially in music to be murdered by in spots. Um, Stan is probably the best Eminem song of all time, though. Um, one of the most famous Eminem songs of all time. I think the song needs really no introduction, so we're just going to go past it. Uh, Paul, another Paul skit. Who Knew is very strong lyrically, and it has the advanced sounds of the new album with the old lyrics and is actually a pretty good sequel to Stan. This uh, this album also introduces Steve Berman, um, and it's Steve is the one who's selling the record, and he's always complaining to Eminem about how trash the record is. Um, and The Way I Am is basically a response to Steve, who is a fictional character, but a response saying that, hey, I'm not going to change. This is how I am. Deal with it. The Real Slim Shady is also another extremely famous song by Eminem. Rightfully so. It's got, I think of it kind of as a sequel to My Name Is, um, and it's got some of the most clever lines um, and clever jokes kind of of any Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem song. I definitely check this one out. I did want to add something that I forgot to add about these first two records that throughout this whole thing, there's a lot of these human-made sound effects, which are very important. These human-made ad-libs where it's like, oh, if it'll be a train crashing, it's like, instead of maybe a digitized sound effect. And those are all over this thing and they just contribute to kind of the edgy nature of the whole thing, which I think is a really good aesthetic to be um, bringing into these albums just because of how Eminem is setting them up. As far, but going back to the Marshall Mathers LP, as far as the really good songs for the rest of this record, we got Drug Ballad, Amityville, which are just kind of like violence, drugs, which I mean, he pulls off well. Um, be Please 2, which has good features. Um, Under the Influence, which has a good feature, but it's just an okay song. Um, but really the only... Well, really the true masterpiece of this record, besides the besides Stan and besides The Real Some Shady, is Marshall Mathers, the title track of this record, which is literally... 
Eminem talking about how he's perceived by other people and kind of starts out the trope of, hey, you people that are just hopping on the wagon now, you have never done anything to me. Leave me alone. And just listening to it, there's a lot of emotion packed into it and a lot of soul packed into it in a way that you wouldn't expect, um, especially coming off of the last album. It's been in spots, especially with songs like Stan already in this album. But for the most part, um, the Marshall Mathers LP is still channeling a lot from the successes of the Slim Shady LP. So songs like this, this is why I say that Rock Bottom should be on this album. It's songs like this that kind of convey that emotion and that mix of fury and just pure emotion that Eminem is trying to convey. So that's kind of the ultimate summation of this album. I would say it has a little more duds, um, like kind of we already mentioned. Not necessarily duds, but songs that are just average. Um but the overwhelming majority of the songs that are good are, I think, stronger than the ones on the Real Slims or, yeah, on the Real Slim Shady LP. So that's that's the Marshall Mathers LP for you. The skits are a little calmed down on this one, but they're still there. I wish they were a little less. It's okay. The skits are still good. Um, we then move into the Eminem show which is much more of a mix of rock and rap, which I think Eminem pulls off the sound and the lyrics and everything well. Oh, actually, we're going to go back for just a second. Kim on the Marshall Mathers LP is the one song that I really don't enjoy. This is a really overdramatic Eminem, again, hating on his ex-wife and everything that's happened with that relationship, which, judging from everything that Eminem said, she did screw him over, and that's understandable that he hates her. But man, is this song really overdramatic and just, like, really, I I actually cringed while listening to it, which I don't do that much. So, yeah, not my favorite, but that's okay, because like I said, the overwhelming majority of the other songs have been extremely strong. Anyway, let's go to the Eminem show. Like I said, a mix of kind of rock and rap on this one. This does have a lot of really good high points. Um, White America, the opening track, is Eminem's first political song, which I think is a good place to start. Um, Eminem really, really hates George Bush. That's really all you need to know. But it's an enjoyable song. Certainly a lot more of enjoyable political commentary than you're going to find on Encore. But... um. Business has really, really clever lines with a good beat, and I always enjoy listening to this one. Uh, same with Soldier, Say Goodbye Hollywood. Um, I'm trying to remember the other one. Till I Collapse. Um, I would say that this album does have a lot more low points. For example, the song Square Dance. I do, I know that this album gets a lot of critical acclaim, but... I do have to say that Eminem doing a kind of a Texan or a Southern accent may be one of my least favorite things that Eminem's ever done. Uh, it just sounds really terrible. Uh, the song Drips is basically just an uh, an advertisement for uh, Obi Trice, which is kind of tedious to listen to. My Dad's Con Crazy is just hard to listen to for me. I don't know why people enjoy this song, 
But uh, the overwhelming majority of songs on this record are still very good. I can see why a lot of people give it as much critical acclaim as it receives, especially with songs like uh, Cleaning Out My Closet, which I, in my notes, I put the mockingbird of this album for me, and I'll explain what that means when we get over to Encore. But um, man, does he hate Kim and does he hate his, his mother? It's It's kind of a lot, which, and the, again, the Kim hate, kind of understandable even if he does like go overboard um and i i still really enjoy the song because it's kind of an apology to his mom but not really at all just because of the fact that he's basically saying yeah i left sucks what are you gonna do about it um Going on with this record, there's not a ton more I have to say about it. It's more of a mixed bag of good and bad songs. And even the good songs, I'm not as sold on the rock rap sound as I am with the more of the sound that we got on the Slim Shady or the Marshall Mathers LP. Um, but I, I'd still say this record is very good. The one other thing I need to mention about this record is that it features a lot of Eminem singing, which if you've heard Eminem, he's really, he's really talented lyrically and he's really creative, but boys is singing voice terrible. I mean, it's just yelling is all that it sounds like. It's, I, I don't know how some of the singing bits that he's done have passed through producers the way that they have and made it into a studio album. And I'm mainly talking about Haley's song on this one, which features a lot of that singing, but that's really not something that pops up a lot and it's a minor complaint, so I'm willing to move past it. Um, yeah, that's it with the Eminem show. Now we're going to talk about Encore. And I have a lot to complain about with this album. Um, Encore goes on for a long time. And even though there are some really strong tracks like Mockingbird, which is one of my favorite Eminem songs of all time, basically um, Eminem kind of trying to explain to this five-year-old about, well, this five-year-old being his daughter, about what's happening with like him and his ex-wife and how this is all working out. Basically like, it's Eminem hugging his child and saying, I know you're scared, everything's going to be okay, which is a really touching side that even on the most emotional Eminem tracks, even with Cleaning Out Your Closet, we've never really seen. Um, I really like that Eminem shows this side as rarely as he does, but whenever he does it, he's just so good at it. So I like that track a lot. I really do enjoy Yellow Brick Road, Never Enough and Light Toy Soldiers as well on this record. And I think Mosh has a lot good going for it. Um, and the rest of this is just utter trash. Um, Puke is probably the worst Eminem song I've ever heard. It's really, really horrible. He talks about having sex with a chicken. I, I actually cringed while listening to this song. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. My first single is also one of the worst songs i've ever heard um rain man is really uncomfortable big weenie is a song that i don't hate as much as everyone else but still has um it's still just eminem complaining about people saying that he flubbed a line or something like that it's really it's it doesn't really make sense just lose it has some of the worst ad-libs of an eminem song just just lose it i mean they're horrible it's really bad. Um, a, but like that is is really, really 
Ugh. I can't believe I listened to this all the way through. It's that bad. It's probably the worst record that I've had to listen to. No, I listened to Speed and Bullets to Heaven. It's one of the worst records I've ever had to listen through on the making of this podcast. And we'll be talking about some more rough records with Eminem's discography, of course. Um, it does end on a strong note if you're listening to the deluxe version. Uh, Love You More and We as Americans, I feel like are B-level versions of really good songs, which is honestly, after you've listened to the rest of the album, that's just okay. That's perfectly fine. But um, Ricky Tiki Talk is a perfect transition because it's set to the beat of a toilet flushing. So yeah, that's, that's how I feel about Encore. Yeah. I don't know how people can pass this as better than Revival, frankly. It's not. So, let's let's keep going. Relapse is Eminem's album after coming back from drug addiction. And Eminem kind of considers this as his worst album. And I do actually agree with him to an extent. I don't think it's worse than Encore because I don't think there's a ton of albums that have been made that are worse than Encore. But it it doesn't have a high point in the same way the Encore did. Encore had Mockingbird. And this album has, I don't know, Crack a Bottle. Um, there are a lot of songs. There's one song in particular that does stick out from the rest of this album, a song called Beautiful. Um, I, I, it's the only one I think that's not produced by Dr. Trey, if I've got that right. And it's a, it's a style of rapping that you hear nowadays a lot but that you haven't really heard from Eminem before. I I would equate it to almost like a Mac Miller type of rapping. Uh, I don't, yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, other than that, this album does have a much darker tone. And I would say that about Encore as well, that Encore sounds like um, the Eminem show if it was just really dark. And... I think, weirdly enough, the album cover portrays this, and the album cover actually does a good job of portraying it on all the albums, but on Encore especially, you've got kind of this bluish hue that's very foreboding, and it's almost a horror aesthetic, which I think works out really, really well for the rest of the album, and the at least the feeling it's trying to convey. It doesn't work when you're bringing a sillier song like My First Single or Puke into the mix, but... When you're talking about tracks like Mosh or Yellow Brick Road, it does work. Anyway, going back to Relapse, um, this song doesn't really have a significant high point, which is the album's problem and kind of the the thing that, I guess, makes it probably Eminem's most mediocre and I would say forgettable album. There's a lot of talk about Eminem's drug addiction and some of it kind of when it takes form is pretty meaningful but for the most part this album just sounds like rambling nonsense that doesn't have too much of a theme um honestly the skits are pretty good in this one mr mathers and dr west if they were followed up by coherent music would be really meaningful skits but they're not like i said the album is just kind of nonsense so that would be my main problem with this album. I don't have a ton to say about it, except that 
it really, really drags out. I did listen to Relapse Refill, which is a little bit short of two hours long, I believe. Uh, I think Relapse by itself is just a little bit over an hour long. But this one is just, I wouldn't listen to it again, if I'm being honest. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think it was really meaningful. I was pretty bored through the whole thing, which is a lot to say for an Eminem project. But again, coming off of it, it has some of the low points of Encore, like with the song Buffalo Bill. It doesn't have as many of, it doesn't have the same number of low points, but the low point is still there. It doesn't have nearly the same high point as Encore, which we already kind of talked about. It's just not very good. That's all I have to say about it. So moving on, we've got Recovery, which is, I think, that the album that Eminem kind of should have started the second leg of his career on after he got back from his drug addiction. And I would say that this this pop rap project does work pretty well. I think the features are particularly strong, especially the rihanna feature on love the way you lie and uh, i think there's a really good feature from pink as well yeah on won't back down the pink feature um really my main problem with recovery is that eminem singing is really horrible and there's a lot more of it on this record so that would be the main thing to stay away from from this album i do think that there's not one particular song that sticks out except for probably cinderella man and love the way you lie they don't they don't even stick out that much because they're not the definitive best songs on this record but i think if you're gonna look at this record you would have to admit that the overall average song quality is much much higher than relapse and even higher than encore so that is one thing to be proud of for this album this is also a pretty forgettable project that has a little bit of an incoherent message, but it's a more solid message that, than was on Relapse, and I do enjoy it a lot. So that's, I don't have a lot more to say on Recovery. If you want to listen through it, you'll probably forget most of it, but a lot of songs will have meaningful lines that stick out to you, and it's not a bad listen. Moving on, we got the Marshall Mathers LP2. I'm not about to go crazy over this record. There are some songs, particularly Berserk, um, that just don't really work for me. Uh, so much better as well, stronger than I was. Um, which he's really trying to sound like Taylor Swift on, and it's not really working too well. Then there are the songs that are just insane high points. For one, Rap God is the most technical, technically proficient I think Eminem's ever been. Uh, that and Rhyme or Reason, Legacy, which has some really meaningful lines on it and is kind of an instant favorite of mine. Uh, Monster is featuring a lot of Eminem's rapping being on point with Rihanna vocals. Uh, Love Game, a great, great feature from Kendrick Lamar. And even though the transition feels like that and so far, which is the song that comes before it, are the same song, which I don't really like. Love Game is just such a strong, strong song. And then we get the kind of, oh, and Groundhog Day is really good as well. And then we get the, 
I think the unquestioned best song of the last kind of leg of Eminem's career, kind of the post encore best song in Headlights, which as soon as I heard it and as soon as I heard the feature with the hook and Eminem forgiving his mom for everything, oh my gosh, it is like what I was talking about with Mockingbird earlier which is how it completely changes my perception of Eminem, where he can have all of these violent songs and violent lyrics. And there's this little sliver of humanity that just keeps popping up. And it only needs to pop up in certain moments because of how Eminem's persona is set up. But when it shows up, it is really strong. It comes through so well. And it is really soul crushing, especially in this record that yes, Eminem has forgiven his mother for everything that she's done it makes artists like kanye and and all these other really mainstream rappers i hate to put kanye in a separate category i don't think he is that kind of just feel a little a little shallow and a little soulless it makes eminem seem so much better than all of them because he's willing to show this humane side of himself and it's just amazing to see This is why I would say everyone who doesn't like Eminem for the reason that he seems to hate women and hate gay people a lot, which I think is completely understandable given his lyrics and I'm not going to argue with, I would say listen to Headlights just if you want another taste of Eminem. Listen to Headlights, listen to Mockingbird, listen to Cleaning Out My Closet. Wow. What an amazing song. Other than that, I think the Marshall Mathers LP2 is the closest return to form that we get kind of from the 2009 to 2013 span of Eminem's career, which is kind of phase two Eminem. And if you wanted to put it into phases, we're getting into phase three Eminem with the last three albums. So we're getting to this third to last album, Revival. Now, this is an album that got a lot of hate. And I had not heard it before except for a few tracks like Believe and Chloroseptic, which is all, all are just really uninteresting to me. Listening to this album all the way through, I don't get how people can say this is worse than Encore, and I don't even think it's worse than Relapse. There are certainly a lot of lines that are extremely corny. Corny to an almost unbearable point. Like, put you in the bow like an arrow... Or Captain America, like Steve Rogers. Come on. But I think that at its core, what the album is trying to do is extremely admirable because it's basically an album's worth of headlights. Um, The song Bad Husband is kind of ruined by its instrumental and rapping combination and its crappy, choppy rapping. Like, the rapping sounds like a car starting and stopping over and over again. And it's really like hard to listen to, but I do think that the message Bad Husband is trying to send is a good one. So it's worth one listen, but it's not worth any more than that. Uh, I think Walk on Water is an okay song, which could be a great song. I think it's completely ruined by its outro where Eminem basically says, oh yeah, and I made Stan. And it's after admitting that Eminem does care what the fans think. And he's so disappointed in himself for falling short of all of these expectations. 
Um, Framed is a song which I feel like could be really good if were it not for the chorus, which is Eminem pretty much wailing into the mic. Um, And hey, man, I was framed. It sounds really, it's really uncomfortable to listen to, frankly. And I don't, as much as I like the rest of the song, I can't, I can't get behind it because of what I think of that chorus. So I think the good things about Revival are that the last two tracks are particularly strong. Castle has a good feature, and it's a nice little track. And Arose has really soul-crushing lyrics. It's a really strong track. It's basically Eminem on his deathbed after he's had his drug overdose, thinking about the things that he never got to say to his ex-wife, kids, and mother. And it's not a song that's filled with anger like the rest of his other songs about his family. It's really touching. I think it's a really good listen. It doesn't really need the beat switch at the end where it literally transitions into the song before it. And I feel like that does ruin the moment a little bit. But it's an overwhelming, overwhelmingly strong track. I think a lot of Revival's failings come from the fact that it's literally trying to create a new genre of like country, pop, rock, rap. And that coupled with the features that are really inconsistent doesn't work too well. But um, I think Revival's better than people give it credit. I think it's about at the same point of relapse, which that's not good to say necessarily but i think it's better than people are gonna admit so that's that's kind of that's my summary of revival moving on to the last two records kamikaze is uh, so much better than people give it credit for i think that the ringer greatest lucky you normal stepping stone not alike kamikaze and fall and even venom are all songs that go so hard as far as Eminem's really, really, really good rapping, even if it uh, is over a simple trap beat. Um, The Ringer is kind of Eminem complaining about... Well, the the whole album is about Eminem complaining about the reception of Revival. And even though a lot of his points are unwarranted because people's hate of the album was pretty accurate, I would say... It, it, the points that Eminem brings up about his album, I can see why he's upset because I did get what Revival was trying to do. It just wasn't good at doing it. And from the eye of the artist, it does probably look a lot different. Your record does probably look a lot different. So, um, I think the ringer, even if it brings up poor points about the record, um, it's it's really enlightening and even if you don't listen to the lyrics it's boy is it catchy and does that flow just hit really hard um i think that greatest is a really good uh successor to this song love the instrumental also eminem making a lot of callbacks to other artists you know revival didn't go viral and it's just I really enjoy it. I really enjoy Lucky You, uh, especially the Joyner Lucas feature. I know a lot of people are down on Joyner Lucas. I'm not on that train. I think he's, uh, even if he's a little preachy, he's a pretty good rapper. And I think he does a good job on this track. Um, 
Not Alike is a, a song where Eminem takes his MGK shot. He takes his second one with Kill Shot, which is probably the best diss track I've ever heard. But Not Alike is super intense. It's super catchy. Has a really good second half beat switch. Um, I don't think the first half or the second half is better. I don't think one is better than the other. But this is it's just a really good song. Normal is kind of a step away from uh, Eminem talking about revival and the hate that revival got and talking about how he literally wants to be in a normal relationship i think that the lyrics in the second half in the beat switch which is again really good in this record are pretty meaningful um it tells an interesting story as well so i really enjoy normal um i do really like that this album is self-aware which you can hear in Paul, where Paul is the Paul skit, which Paul is just saying, so you're making a record about people not liking your last record. So I like that the album is acknowledging that that's what the album is. I would say if there were things to complain about with this record, it would be that first of all, the last song is literally just an advertisement, which does rub me the wrong way a little bit. Um, the hook on kamikaze does get a little obnoxious and calls back to a song on curtain calls which i'm not even reviewing but if you know the song where eminem talks about doing stuff with a gerbil it's it mildly references that song uh nice guy and good guy are supposed to be sister songs that are meaningful i find them boring i find the features not very good uh so that's that's kind of my ultimate summation of kamikaze i think it's a really underrated album just for its technical aspect i think it's um probably the best of the 2017 through 2020 catalog which brings us to his last album music to be murdered by which is still really two albums he released music to be murdered by in i think it was march of 2020 and then in january of 2021 he released this side b which is kind of an album on top of an album. I don't really want to go through this track by track because it's very long and I think a lot of it is the same. But um, I think that Eminem rapping over this kind of generic trap beat does work pretty well in spots. Um, Tone Deaf is a track that can get a little tedious just because of the beginning that he's got an ear in F-U-C-K like function but replace it with that word and he c-o-n-t finger it out it's that is when you know eminem has fallen off this is like the just lose it of this record that being said there are some records where eminem does get pretty good at rapping over that generic trap beat which i think is characterized in nat um, these demons, which I think is the most fair commentary that Eminem has presented on his past works. Um, Zeus, which is a very listenable track. You Gun Learn, Godzilla, In Too Deep. Um, let's see, there's one more. Lock It Up and Little Engine. So those are the songs that I would say from just a pure technical aspect. They're fun. They're listenable. There are a few songs that do pull off emotion pretty well. Darkness is a really touching song where Eminem literally puts himself into the perspective of a shooter. And I recognize or not, I, I recommend that everybody go and listen to this song. Leaving Heaven is just really, 
it's really telling that a year after Eminem's dad has died, he still wants him in hell. That is really vicious, and you can take that how you want it. I, I don't really have an opinion on it, but I think it's a good song. Um, I do think that there's one too many Skylar Grey hooks on this album, but I do like whenever Skylar Grey co- collaborates with Eminem. I think she does a good job. Um, she kind of separates herself from all of the other kind of pop singers that Eminem gets to do his hooks, especially on tracks like Revival. But yeah, that's kind of all I have for Eminem. If I had to rank the albums, I would do it like this. Marshall Mathers at first, Slim Shady, Eminem Show, and then Marshall Mathers LP2, Kamikaze, uh... Recovery, and then, this is tough, Music to Me Murdered By, Relapse, Encore, no, 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 Revival, Relapse, then Encore, yeah, yeah, that sounds right, all right, well, that's all I have for y'all today, remember to follow this podcast if you liked what you heard, um, Let me know what you thought. Let me know if you agreed, disagreed, if there are any songs you thought stuck out that I didn't cover. I will hopefully have the next podcast out in a lot shorter time. I'm going to be reviewing the the discography of ASAP Mob, which is just two albums. So that'll hopefully be out soon. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you next time.